On this week's episode of Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about a hundred things to do in Orlando and Pope Town. Pope Town's in the house. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, and we're hanging out at Felipe Rodriguez Tequila House in Thornton Park with my new boo, Katie Johnson <laughs> from Pulp Town. Hey, Katie. Hi. Hey. Why don't you tell people a little bit about Pulp Town and why you're so important? Um, so why I'm so important, that's questionable, right? um, but <laughs> Pulp Town is a daily newsletter that, uh, sends out Monday through Friday at 7am every morning. We talk about three things pretty much. We talk about, um, locals in the area to know, um, issues and challenges the city's facing and then businesses and brands that are working behind it. And then also kind of do some exploring in the neighborhoods. All my favorite things. <laughs> yes. Uh, and for those people who ask, we're very different, but very similar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think we have a lot of readers that, like, we share a lot of readers, this core demographic of people that really just care about their community and, and living like a local. Absolutely. That's your slogan, right? Yeah. In, in town. And our slogan is building better cities. So that's, that's right. And we're doing both of those things kind of together. We're basically super friends. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With the power of this ring, I take the form of an ice bucket. You can be on my top eight. All right. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Felipe Tequila House so far? So this is actually my first time in here. Um, and I've ran past it a few times and have talked about coming in but I will say that I am pretty impressed I think it looks good um, the guacamole came out looking extra fine and this watermelon margarita is very tasty girl and it is happy hour <laughs> what is on Fridays it's 2 o'clock until 7, seven? Nah. is that fake news yeah, no spring big there. news. It's going to be from three to seven. Three to seven. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how much is your margarita? Um, so normally it would probably be like eight or nine, but today it's $6. I love it. Mm -hmm. Me too. Uh, here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. That goes from Soto to the south, Baldwin Park to the east. Paramore, West Lakes, College Park to the west, and Winter Park to the north. We suck them in. Don't do Maitland. And <laughs> Don't do Maitland? Unless we talk about NZ. I also am not cool. great as geography as right. you are, apparently. <laughs> Where am I in life? Uh, happy July 4th, man. Yeah. Just you happened. Too. What'd you do? Um, so I spent a lot of my As day, I sip my beer. Yeah, I actually spent a lot of my day cleaning house and doing things around the house because it was nice just to have a weekday off. Um, We're we, the same person. Yeah, it, took, it was so nice. Like, yep. And then I actually uh, biked over here, took a line bike over to Burton's, and I spent quite a bit of my day at Burton's. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then I managed to kind of walk downtown past Lake Eola, um, kind of saw all of that getting ready and getting started and then I was home before the fireworks actually happened. <laughs> I'll tell you what I was cleaning and painting all day your day sounds amazing <laughs> cleaning and painting all day at the house and then my man Scotty Campbell sometimes host on the show uh, said hey a friend wants to go have dinner somewhere where do you want to go and I was like dude going anywhere right now 7 o'clock mm -mm. sounds like a nightmare mm -hmm. uh, but to avoid a domestic fight <laughs> I said I will make no decisions on this adventure. You take us wherever you guys want to go. I'll just shut up. And man, that was the hardest thing I've ever done. 
And where did you end up? Virginia. Okay. Right? Which was delicious. Yeah. But then, like, we couldn't leave. We were trapped downtown. And he's, like, not great with geography either. <laughs> I, I regularly tell him he'd be the worst partner on Amazing Race. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just does not work out. And uh, he was going, like, the wrong way. He's trying to get out of town. And finally, I was like, I'm breaking my rule. I'm telling you how we're getting out of here. <laughs> we, like, snuck down Magnolia a little bit. And we were home. But, uh to get home with the dog because our dog hates fireworks yes yeah i don't know why i'm getting all domestic anyway yeah it was escape from new york but orlando edition people drive like crazy yeah uh treat each other better please but we did catch some beautiful fireworks yeah Uh we i watched them from outside of the house as well because i too have an older dog who's deathly afraid of loud noises and so he hung out Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you got to cbd that little baby up Yeah. yeah Give him a little blow of something you're smoking. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> and actually, since we're at Lake Eola, that brings up, did you hear about this new bagel concept that's moving into uh, Eola General? I did. Yeah? And I've seen some of their photos and hot Cheetos bagels. That's an interesting bagel. Uh, they're kind of, it's fun. It's innovative. Swan City Bagels. They're taking over where the pizza concept was. Or what was his name? Joe something. He was oh, doing the Roberti. pizza. Roberti. Roberti. Mm-hmm. No longer there. And uh, but the charcuterie boards will remain nice. And now this new bagel concept has moved in. It's run by a local designer, and uh, let me see if I can remember their names. Racine, Richmond, and I think you're winning, (laughs) right? Sean Noonan is still involved because they own the business, but it's Racine, Richmond, and Mike Cortada. Not to be confused with the drink, right? Mm. <laughs> I would totally have some of that right now. Me too. <laughs> Maybe they have it here. We're in a tequila place. Uh, they're taking it over. So there's been a little bit of a hullabaloo. We don't need to get into it. Yeah. We're not going to do it. But <laughs> we need to acknowledge it. There's a little bit of a hullabaloo about the name choice because it's the same name that our friend uh, Andrew is using over at Swan City Orlando for his T-shirt. And yep. Uh, Orlando apparel stuff. So I hope that works itself out. Yep. We're not going to get sucked into that drama, but I hope people will talk to each other and figure it out. Because I'll tell you what, those bagels were good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had a minute of like, I'm going to try it. And if this stuff is not great, because we're not allowed to cuss, if this stuff is not great, uh, then I won't get behind it. But man, it was so good. So I really hope they figure it out. They look good from what I've seen on Instagram, the posts that they've had. Like I said, the hot Cheetos. I think it's innovative. It's it's interesting. Yeah. It's different. And then um, a few of the other, I, th- I saw like a veggie smear on, or schmear. Schmear. I say schmear. Schmear. Is that appropriation if we yeah. say it? <laughs> I also wear schmedium in shirts if anyone's wondering, but you know, whatever. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It looks good. I'm, uh, I'm happy yeah. for them. They had a vegan cheesesteak that I tried and it has like macaroni and cheese on it. Mm. Right, that was really good. But that turkey turkey club mm. wins the day. Another food thing that's happening is a uh, Mexican inspired hot dog concept. It's like really a food cart. It's going to be Mills you, Fifty. Yeah, okay. heard about this? Yeah, uh-huh. only because I read Bungalore. All right, hey, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our boy Jordan Eichenbot, the loudmouth social media mogul from Brunch Bros. He uh, is kind of behind it. So I don't understand. Maybe just the marketing behind it, but he's somehow a co-owner of this new hot dog concept. And I say Mexican inspired because 
It's not like, is there a Mexican hot dog? I don't know. What's is a Mexican there? hot dog, right? I mean, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. And they're going to be, it's salsa. Innovative things. I think there's a Dorito one. It's like guacamole. But mm-hmm. it's all going to be served up at Wally's on Fridays and Saturdays, probably in the next couple of weeks. They'll start by a man in a luchador costume. Oh, uh-huh. that'll be fun. <laughs> I, That's some great photo ops. I think so, too. I just hope he's Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Yeah. In this age, if I can't wear a Pocahontas costume, you can't wear a luchador costume. No. Even so if no you're Jordan serving. in a costume. I, Jordan would look great in a literal <laughs> costume. I just don't know if you'd be serving a sub hot dog. Did you did you know there's a bank in the city gallery at City Hall? No. So I knew there was an art gallery in yeah. City Hall, but now there's a bank inside the art gallery. I guess Talk it's about been Inception. there forever. <laughs> you walk so as you walk into the City Hall to the left, there's a beautiful gallery, Terrace Gallery. Mm-hmm. Actually, have some really strong shows, mm-hmm. but in the far wall, it's just this glass door, which I never thought to look at. Uh, but it's a bank, and the only reason I know that is because the Orlando Federal Credit Union is just qualified to renew their lease. They're paying a buck a year to have like an actual bank in City Hall, and uh, part of the lease is that they give uh, you there's no fee to use their ATM, Who so knew? it's like the only ATM downtown. It's like a Harry Potter bank. Yeah, that could save me some money. Right. Save yourself <laughs> some money. Go to City Hall. Yeah. And use the ATM. Although, is City Hall open, an ATM open when I need it? Probably not. Right? <sighs> yeah, unless it's on the outside. I didn't scope right. that out. I don't You're know. You're clearly better at this journalism <laughs> thing than I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking ahead. Some, you had some newsy things. Did you... What was there... What did you guys um, talk about in your daily oh, newsletter? One of the things earlier you're talking about getting around Lake Eola after the fireworks and you're talking about traffic and being kind to each other. One of the things we talked about is that Florida ranked third from the bottom for best drivers in the U.S., which means we are, you know, top three worst drivers <laughs> in the U.S. And I thought that was interesting. And yeah. I would say that oftentimes I agree. I think we made a funny meme a few weeks ago about what would win like I-4 traffic or an experienced Orlando driver. Also, what would win Orlando when it rains or an experienced Orlando driver? Because we definitely do have some issues and some struggles with driving and respecting laws and getting around town. And and I-4 is a hot mess. So I was driving back on the, what is it, the 95 from Rainbow Springs on Sunday. Mm. And we got caught in that huge storm. And thank Buddha for that giant Ford that I was loaned. Because otherwise, I don't think I would have made it. Yeah. I was just like powering through. But people are all over the road. They slow down to like 10 miles an hour. I would have been under a bridge. Like- That's what you think people <laughs> should do. If you if you are not confident enough in that weather to drive over 10 miles an hour, you need to pull over. Yeah. 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 yeah I get real nervous driving. Yeah. This this playlist is good. Whose playlist? <laughs> I hope you guys can hear this because it's like bangerang. Jam in. <laughs> uh, we also were voted the most dangerous one of yeah. the most dangerous or the most dangerous? Yeah, no, uh, that was... City. I know I saw that somewhere. And to live, and I, I, I didn't click it. I don't know much about it. Maybe we can pull it up while I'm buying time. <laughs> I'm uh, My internet's a little bit slower. But to go yours. back to that third most dangerous driver thing, we're also the most dangerous for pedestrians, right? And so yep. it's no joke that those two have to be connected. And then when you consider... With this new 
the new policies around bike share system. Now we can ride our bikes on the sidewalks. Like our sidewalks aren't wide in most places, especially main streets. Yeah. You try to get a bike by someone at Mills 50 on Mills Avenue. If you're going in front of Will's pub, like you're going to take out a couple people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've even had a friend who got taken out before driving Uh, right around in front of that. So, you know, like, for sure. And even for me, I live in the Lake Eola Heights neighborhood. And just yesterday, like I said, just taking a line bike <laughs> across the street to, or not across the street, like down the street to Burton's, like even just the brick road, like I was on the sidewalk, but then there were people walking. So I yeah. jump off the sidewalk and get on the street, but the brick roads are so bumpy and whatever that I literally almost lost control of my bike. And I'm like, this is actually kind of terrifying. Like, luckily I hadn't been drinking yet. So that was good. <laughs> but later in the day, I might would have gone for a little spill. You were know? you going down Summerlin? Summerlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're you have by right you have the whole lane yep which like i own that lane i'm a wide load scared i'm like you can have it (laughs) but that's the most dangerous part if you're not like owning your space on the road and you're over on the shoulder people are going to push you as far as they can into that curb so i'm like man if you want to get by me you got to be using your signals good luck yeah Mm -hmm. it's terrifying it is um were you looking that up i was and you know it's just not Don't worry about it. I just want to make sure we're accurate, not spreading fake news. I never want to spread fake news. I'll do a disclaimer on the bottom. (laughs) We don't like that either. Let's talk about Orlando Weekly's 100 Things You Must Do in Orlando list. I did see that. That was a, like, they redid it, right? Re-up their original one? Yeah, it's biannual. They try to redo it. I like that. Uh, It used to be 100 Things to Do in Orlando Before You Die. Mm -hmm. And then the guy, I can't remember his name, he co-opted it and made his book and then John Bustegger did the revamp with it recently, so it's interesting to see that they changed the name of this column. Uh, topping the list, just around the corner, is the new Billy Maines Memorial Mural. Is from a boy. Did yeah. you know Billy? I did not know him personally. I knew him through other people's stories of Billy, and I think that we ran in the same circles very similarly, like oh, yeah. way back when. But I did not get to like actually have a good conversation with him. But from what I've heard, I definitely would have enjoyed it. <laughs> Orlando Weekly columnist. Man about town. Uh, we lost him. Oh man, two or three years three? ago now, right? Three mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. So sad. He had like a blood disorder. Yep. Yeah. Um, liver liver failure. Mm-hmm. Get yourselves checked, y'all. But there's another mural right nearby too, isn't there? Yep. So that mural is recently painted by Wisp Orlando, which is a group of four girls, and they are calling themselves Wisp, which stands for "What is she painting?" What is she painting? What, <laughs> <laughs> what is she painting? What is she painting? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know why I love that so much. So and it's, it's like famous women. Yeah, so it's they're they're an all female artist group with a mission to add more murals to Orlando painted by women. Yes. Um, and this one specifically is all about um, the celebrating the 1920 passing of the 19th Amendment, and it's uh, Mary Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune and Senator Beth Johnson are at the center of the mural, and so it's it's beautiful. It's like yellow, purple, has all these florals, and then it has the two of the women in the middle. And we'll it's hop great. over to it after this. We'll take a picture. That could yeah. be our title photo for the show, okay. and everybody can see it. <laughs> okay. What we're talking about. <laughs> I'm in. Shout out Wisp. <laughs> they have some great pieces here in Thornton Park. There's another one, and I'm not going to remember their name, but the swan piece that's on the side. I love that one. On the of side the of the falcon. falcon. Oh, it's beautiful. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. More of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Billy Mains piece. Mm-hmm. Let's hop back to the 100 things. 100, yep. We can do it quick ish. We have a few minutes. Uh, Number two, create classic Orlando food combos that should exist but don't. Like Chuan Lu Lazi chicken on a Lazy Moon pizza slice. 
or Black Rooster's pork fat taco atop a pole, a bowl of full 88, full 88 rice vermicelli. Fa. So, like, I would do that if I was stoned. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I yeah. did that kind of stone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, that's quite a food crawl, huh? Like there you would have to go on a food crawl to make all of that happen. Why don't we just do like menu mashup parties and you can invite some of our favorite peeps? Yeah, kind of like when Ravenous Pig did it at, um, not Ravenous Pig, was it? Uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's happening to us? Street Tacos huh. and someone did it. The Thai Bang Rack. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I just like it when people do that. I love it when restaurants do that and they let other chefs come in and then they do like their pop up and what have you. I'm, like, I'm a bring fan. Bring flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Bagel Bruno's doing yeah. crazy stuff. Community. She's got a pop-up coming up. Community. It is about community mm-hmm. over competition. That's right. I want Drop Lazy Moon to have Tuan Lu Lazi chicken on their slices, yo. I don't know. What's number three? Take a date on a swan boat tour of Lake Eola. You know what? That's some work. Take it <laughs> off the list. Take it off the list. I, I've done, we've both done it. I've done it, yeah. It's hard. It is. Like, I don't want to be sweaty in front of my date. Yeah. I don't want to be sweaty in front of my man that I've been with for 12 years. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Because there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you're trying to impress. I yeah. don't, I don't, you don't need to yeah. impress anybody after 12 years. Yeah. 13. Ooh, I'm going to get in trouble. 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I agree. And um, recently we did a video with uh, Buddy Dyer, Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer, and he said there's a pro tip, and it's talking about like how which way you go into the lake so you don't have to work so hard. And I'm like, I wish someone had told me that mm-hmm. way back when, when I first rented one, like six years ago. Also, don't pedal too hard. Died. You pedal too hard, uh, you die. Yeah. Because like, the propellers skip out of the water, so you have to go slowly. Oh. Otherwise, you're not getting any traction. Yeah. I'm like, someone come save yeah. me. Don't do that date. Mm-mm. You know what a great date is? (laughs) Hanging out at Relax Grill, eating and drinking while watching people on swan boats. (laughs) I like the idea of being near them. I don't need to be on it. Yeah. Although I tried to get the tickets for July 4th where you can watch the fireworks from the swan boats. Oh, from. Oh. Mm -hmm. Only eight people can do it every year. I didn't know this. They always sell out. They only do it through the Twitter, but through the Lake Eola Park Twitter. Got it. The city didn't know they were doing it either. I think that's terrifying. (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, like I don't know if I want to be any closer Just to bring the an umbrella. Bring an umbrella. <laughs> I think we have time for one. No, we can do two more. I like number five. Oh, number four, we got to talk about. Take advantage of mail. Yeah. M A Y L. That's the Orange County Library delivery system. We talk about this stuff all the time because yeah. we have a great read series mm-hmm. that we round up the best books to be delivered to your home that month. Yep. Uh, I love the library. Yeah. And why not? If you can get it from local versus getting it on Amazon, right? Like you're sitting here and able to have it delivered right to your yeah. doorstep and to then the library. And return it back. There's a little right. drop box in the back where you don't actually have to go in. You can just drive yeah. by and throw it in. Yeah. I Yeah. Unless you're like my fiance who is now racked up about $75, I think, in library piece. charges. <laughs> it's good. Keep them afloat. <laughs> yeah. It's a scholarship for a kid to get free art. Something. I think it was time for one more. What you were saying, number five? Yeah, the new Discover Downtown and the Downtown Information Center. Since they did like a you know rebranding and whatever, I'm gonna wrinkle my nose at that one. <laughs> I like it. I like it, and I I want more, more yeah. merch. That that Boy Kong mural is one of the best murals I've seen in a long time. Yeah, uh, gorgeous. Yeah, I just want more. Yeah, yeah. Give me I don't more. know who's going there. 
Yeah. I guess the idea is to give people a reason to go there. Yeah. Well, because if you think about it, I assume that if anyone would, maybe it is people that are like from out of town. Like yeah. I don't necessarily see locals going there, right? So it's a good way to spread our local brands and love and stuff and hopefully attract locals. But what else can we give you when you come I into say the downtown? Move that over there? to the newly vacated uh, Italian place. Trey Bambin. Yeah. Which we can talk about that after the break, yeah. why that closed. <laughs> but move that on over to Trey Bambini, and it's all these people hanging out at Lake Eola anyway. That would be great. Yeah. A little visitor center at Lake, Lake yeah. Eola. I'm surprised there is not a visitor center at Lake Eola. There kind of is in the Eola house, which right, is the, the little tiny right, little tower thing. You can rent it. Oh, That's yeah. where the swan people are, are based out of. And yeah. uh, you know what, Katie? We're out of time. We'll come okay. back after the break, and we'll talk more about that tea, about all what right. happened at Trey Bambini. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Traumatic events create a ripple effect, and the scars left behind don't heal overnight. They take time. The Orlando United Assistance Center is ready to walk the journey with you. Here, you're more than a client. You're a person. Through our advocacy, we'll help navigate a multitude of complex needs tailored just for you. Because together, we are resilient. Together, we can thrive. Together, we are family. If you or someone you love needs immediate assistance, we're available all day, every day of the year. So please visit OrlandoUnitedAssistanceCenter.org or call 407-500-HOPE. That's 407-500-4673. If you or a loved one wants to start the journey with us today. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. You can learn to sew costumes, shirts, dresses, and more, but you'll want to start with the basics. Sewing, Introduction to the Sewing Machine, will be at our Washington Park branch on July 8th. The Basics of Knife Making will be at Orlando Public Library downtown on July 9th. Learn the craft from selecting materials to constructing, maintenance, and beyond. Registration is required. Want to better understand how to control your content on Facebook? Our Hiawassee branch is hosting Facebook Managing Your Personal Account on July 10th. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back from the break. This is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalower.com on Bungalower and the Bus. And we're still recording at Felipe Rodriguez Tequila House in Thornton Park, which is why it's really hard for me to focus on not slurring. (laughs) And tonight's co-host is my buddy Katie Johnson. Yeah. From Pulp Town. Yep. What's Pulp Town? So, Pulp Town is... um, Boring. It's boring? (laughs) No. Um, So, Pulp Town is currently... uh, It's a newsletter, a website. It's... uh, I send out a newsletter Monday to Friday, um, and it's all about people to know in Orlando, um, issues and challenges the city's facing, and then also um, exploring the neighborhood. So I love it. If you subscribe to uh, Bungalore's newsletter, then you should definitely subscribe to Pulp Town, too. Pulp Town is daily. We're like three times a week, and the beauty about your newsletter 
is that you're giving added context to those stories, which we don't necessarily provide in the newsletter. We're just giving you a list. Yep. Uh, you guys really get yeah. in in depth to each of the stories, which I love. We try. It's almost like slow news in the sense that you're like you, you've given it a chance to sit. And for more facts, maybe to rise to the surface, yes. and then you're presenting that in context with the headline for people to read, and then yep. linking back to that news source for certain. And also trying to like, if we give you information, we want to give you something too that you can do with that information. So we try to give you some like action that you can take after the facts. You know, yeah. so yeah. And Katie, you've been here in town for a long time. Yep, thirteen years. We just talked about this, so we've both been in town thirteen years. So yeah, That's, I love that. There are so many people that moved to Orlando 13, 12. 10 years ago and then stayed and then Thinking had you were an impact. Because oh, at yeah. first you're like, there's no way I'm staying oh, here. Oh, no, no. I was here for school. I was here to serve tables at Epcot and mm-hmm. get the heck out of here. Mm-hmm. Go back to Canada. Never in the plans to stay in the States. Yep. And uh, and now we're in like fairly public, you know, cheerleader roles yep. for a city that we never planned to move to. Isn't that interesting how yeah. that works? That's yeah. the tequila talking. Yeah. Uh, I can't even say tequila. But before the break, we were teasing about the real story behind Trey Bambini closing. And uh, and you don't necessarily know all of it, right? No, I need you to spill the tea. Okay. All right, girl. Let's te- <laughs> get a towel. This tea's about to be spilled. <laughs> so Trey Bambini, it was an Italian concept that was opening in the former spice mm-hmm. space it was like a steakhouse yep. right on lake eola there's like three places on lake eola that have lake eola access and that's one of them so and i think they have the best to be honest like it, they could have like great food and you know yeah. if you could just somebody could figure it out but you just make it a mimosa bar i'll be there yeah. <laughs> like what do you just make it a, like a self-service right bloody now. mary bar Oh, let's do a pop-up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're totally going to do that. But the person who owned it, when they were looking for people to invest, they took advantage of a visa program where if you go overseas, they specifically went to China, you can get overseas investors to throw money at this business, which will get them a visa faster to move into the country. So this is a legit program, federal program. The problem was, it turns out, these investors have allegedly done this multiple times without no. actually opening the business. But Ugh. this one, they actually open. Uh, but then they just stopped paying their employees. And they right, they, and they weren't giving money back to the investors. The investors never got their visas. And so they closed and basically skedaddled with that cash. And now we're left with this empty skeleton of a space. Yeah. I, I even walked by it last night, you know, going past Lake Eola for the fireworks. And it still looks nice enough inside. The lights are on. And I'm like, oh, this is sad <laughs> and embarrassing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and it takes a while, too, because the owner of that building has to wait like a certain amount of time before they can repossess their own space. Right. And then open it back up. And there's to the like, market. Right. Legality things about who owns the equipment that's mm-hmm. in there. So it's it's all about like defaulting on that loan, defaulting on your payments, and then uh, reinvesting mm. in that space. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And I feel so bad for those people that invested like big bucks from yeah. overseas. Speaking of not paying your employees. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just read an article about this um, former exotic dancer from Rachel's who is suing Rachel's because she hasn't been paid in a year and a half and she could be owed like $110,000 and she and like hundreds of other exotic dancers because 
supposedly, according to this story, this is all something I read on the internet, does not make it completely factual, um, that she hasn't been paid her hourly wage, and instead they are turned around and like pay their money out to pay other people. So paying like the door guys and they and they pay the camera people that come what? in or whomever, whatever it is, not camera people. I don't know why I said that, but whatever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that was an interesting story that I read. Have you been to Rachel's? I have. It's on OBT? Yeah, I did. I went once. It was my um, going away dinner from one of the jobs I had previously and it was a joke about for my boss and I, I went to try their steak and it, I was quite uncomfortable. I left pretty soon. Were they good dancers? <laughs> it was, I was there for lunch. So I don't for I don't the know. lunch buffet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we did a. Uh, I used to go to Montreal in my teen years. We'd hop on Greyhounds and take like a fourteen-hour Greyhound ride to Montreal because they had the best strippers. Oh man! Yeah, and just drink. Uh, yeah, and I think I was like seventeen, eighteen. The drinking age was 18, but they always let us in. Yeah. Montreal. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it now. No. I think I was drinking a lot back then or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember. It's (laughs) all a blur. Uh, Do you want to go back to that? Let's pick out a. Do you want to go back to that 100 100 things things to do? Yeah. I feel like we're doing it short. All right. I'm, I'm going to say that I love number six because it says arrive early enough to grab a front row seat at Enzion. I have never been able to do that ever. because I don't ever go anywhere early ever. <laughs> so I was late meeting you today. No, you weren't. So. Just on time. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a, I think that is a cool one. I think that's a cool date or. Yeah. Otherwise, you have it. to sit in those weird seats up at the top. Yeah. Yeah. No, you want a couch where you can snuggle. Yeah. But also when you get too close, it's also questionable. So now I don't know. I might be going back on what oh. I just said. Because the closer you get to it, the well, there's on. different tiers, mm-hmm. right? Three tiers? Yeah. Yeah. So you can get a couch. It's a good one. Yeah. The next one is uh, plan your own Sunrail pub crawl. Start by hitting a bar or two in downtown Orlando. Ride the rail up to Winter Park and head to Sanford. It's tough because of the Sanford the connection. Mm. Right? You got to take that little bus thing. Yeah, the shuttle. Because you're outside of downtown proper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do it during the week too, because it doesn't run on Sunrail doesn't run on weekends. But I think Stanford, from what I've read and seen and and spoken to some people about, I think they're trying really hard to make sure that shuttle is running. So it's a good one. Uh huh. Next, what's a couple other ones? Creep Monster Jam is in there. You got to do Monster Jam. Oh, the new July Perry uh, Memorial plaque. That's, yep. I love that. That's there Lynching. at the History Center. We talked about that two mm-hmm. episodes ago, I think. Mostly I think dead things. Have you heard this? No. Speaking of taxidermy, read local author Kristen Arnett's Mostly Dead Things, TinHouse.com, a novel about love and taxidermy. Who knew? I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. That sounds crazy. If you want to read more, yeah. a whole hundred of them. We're not going to go through them. Yeah. And I will say there's like three right here, 11, 12, and 13, all about the History Center. And I'm just going to say that it took me a long time. I lived here, I've lived here 13 years, and it took me like nine before I actually went in and spent some time in the History Center. And there's a lot of cool things going on. Like I love the History Center. I love it. We've done a lot with them. Their archive collection, if you ever just have a project, mm-hmm. either personal history or just something you're curious about. Call ahead. Their Make archive department mm-hmm. will pull it out for you. Mm-hmm. All the information about that that topic. Yeah. They have like old wedding invitations and uh, uh, I don't know, like maps <laughs> and things. It's really cool. Maps. Yeah. <laughs> maps are cool. They have a, uh, I'm glad you brought them up though. 
uh, Katie, because they have an auction coming up. Right. Uh, they're Florida things, right? Yeah. yeah. On uh, I believe it's happening in August, August 8th. Uh, they, the History Center tore apart their atrium area and took down this huge thing. It was called the Dome. It looked like a big orange. And on the armature of the orange, there were all these like giant mosquito sculptures and a sloth arm and <laughs> like just weird a mermaid. Yeah. You know? And they're going to auction off those sculptures plus a bunch of stuff that they have in their collection of things that uh, not were given. I think it's things that you have to buy because they can't give away things that were given to them. If it's given to them, it has to stay in the collection. But otherwise... It's some Florida AF things. Like (laughs) a a giant 10-foot flamingo. (laughs) All of these things that I want to turn into bookshelves in my house. (laughs) I need all of them. It's happening again on August 8th. Or no, it's August 10th. But there will be a preview party 6 to 8 p.m. on August 8th where you can see all of the pieces up close and personal. We'll be sharing more information about that on bungler.com to make sure that you guys don't miss out. But I think that's probably one of the most exciting things happening this summer. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Well said, Katie. Let's go. go. Yeah. What would you buy? <laughs> what would I buy? Um, Probably not a sloth arm. No. <laughs> probably <laughs> not. You could like hold your soap <laughs> in the shower. I mean, I'd want the whole sloth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not just a sloth arm. You're so, so gluttonous. Did you hear about... The 7-Eleven delivery service? I did. What do you think about it? So I'm confused uh-huh. because I see Me that. Too. It, okay. Because it's 7-Eleven pins now or 7 pins or whatever the heck it's called. 7-Now seven seven now? pins. Okay. Uh-huh. That's the one. So I had something delivered from 7-Eleven like a few months ago. Okay. But it wasn't through 7-Now pins. I don't think. Was it think. like shipped or something? No. It was just straight through 7-Eleven's website. So maybe it was that. Maybe they renamed themselves as 7-Now Pins. So it launched in New York, and it wouldn't go. The reason they say pins is because they weren't going directly to your home. And they would go to, like, well-trafficked spaces. Mm. I don't know why. Mm. Maybe it's just easier that way to facilitate you drinking Slurpees in public spaces or something. So it's like an Amazon locker in the corner of your neighborhood, and everybody goes there. Or you're all going to the ice cream truck, but it's 7-Eleven yeah. pins. Yeah. 7 now pins. They should just have, like, Whatever. Amazon trucks or something. Yeah. Just make it like an Amazon truck with a Slurpee inside of it. Call it a day. <laughs> or just get a Slurpee ice cream truck. I don't know. <laughs> I think we just saved them a million dollars. And all those cars on the road looking for people, <laughs> looking for Darla on the corner waiting for smoothie. If you want to hear more about 7 now pins... Uh, it's more eloquently described in my piece on Bugler.com. I can't tell you because I've had a beer. <laughs> Last week, we recorded our episode at Rock Pit Brewing. Have you been there yet? I have not, but I want to go. It looks awesome. Pulp Town did a series of really cool videos about Soto District. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe this was an open It then? was before Rock Pit opened. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm thinking flashing back to it because there's so much wood here. Mm. And Felipe Rodriguez Tequila House, mm-hmm. where we are right now recording, which is why you can hear that that sweet playlist. music in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did go check out Hourglass Brewing, though. Okay, I went the other night. I went to Peaceful Peacock Yoga, and then afterwards, I went with some friends to just hopped over same building. Yeah, what'd you think? So it's big. 
Like I was surprised. And so I asked him, I was like, this is the largest bar I've ever seen in my life. As far as like, as far as I was like, you have so much room for activities back here, you know? Um, but they said they, you know, do it for like building code, like to how many people that they uh-huh. can allow in. So that's why they had to take up more space for their bar. But they have 42 of their own beers on draft. The most on tap in any of our local breweries, right? Yeah. Brew tap rooms. Yep. Um, and they opened with that many, which you never see. Nope. And they're second. We talked about the fact they're second to Orlando Brewing as far as how long they've been here because people are like, oh, it's new. It's in the Hourglass dis- District, Hourglass Brewing. Ah. It's like, no, it originated in Longwood, and now this is their second location. It just happened to work out that it was Hourglass District. So. Really nice guys. I was actually there for a meeting before we came and oh, really? recorded this. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of what they're doing in Hourglass, too, as a whole. Yeah. Um, what do you I think, think are Mark, some of the up and coming. What do you think? What do you see in, in the neighborhoods? Well, Mark from the Daily City for Hourglass was talking about how that um, car wash thing got bought. And then that's going to be turned into a few different businesses, which I think is good. So it just shows like yeah. how much more activity is just coming over there. Stalls. It's actually Giovanni Fernandez, oh, okay. who's my <laughs> fake boyfriend. <laughs> okay. I've told him that. Holler Giovanni. <laughs> owns all that property. And so that car wash is going to be stalls, like retail stalls. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be little accessory buildings built around. And it's also going to be a big, like, public plaza Mm. with, uh, like, turf. So you can run around. It's kind of like a bigger version of that, like, AstroTurf corner at Fox Hill and Winter Park. Okay. And then they're going to be hardscaping. So it'll be like a public plaza all the way down to the curb of the street. So it's just like a big public plaza, which you don't ever see anywhere in Orlando. I think it's just so smart. Yeah. And then the building next to it, which was a hardware store, uh, Giovanni told us us in a bonus episode that we did with him, his friend, he's like bosom buddies with the guy that owns Armature Works in Tampa. Oh, yes. Bring it. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So he's going to be dibble-dabbling in all of those little projects right there on that corner. That's awesome. And I'm hoping that means once he gets a foothold here, he'll be more interested in doing some other large-scale projects here in town, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. That whole concept of, like, a private landowner developing, like, a Main Street district, a neighborhood, is so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I would totally be doing that if it, I wasn't doing this. Yeah. Or maybe I could do if both. If we all had that money right. to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping he'll just, like, if I flirt with Giovanni enough, <laughs> he'll just buy me a neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> right? Eatonville, (laughs) (laughs) hook it up. Did you hear about these, uh, the beaches that were closed over the long weekend? Because of the poop water? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Orlando Weekly? Sarasota or somewhere? Did you share this in one of your newsletters? Okay. Mm -hmm. Because it has poop? No, just because Sarasota is a little outside of our range. Like we cover the four major counties, but we definitely do talk about like, hey, it's holiday weekend. You're probably going to the beach. So it would have come up, but I actually did not include the poop water, (laughs) but I would have. I probably. It's definitely not in our coverage area, but I think it affects people that live here in the sense that we're all, we're doing more like day tripping advice Mm -hmm. stuff uh, on Bungalore. We have a whole straight tripping column that I Mm -hmm. launched, but this, yeah, there's no swim advisories on the biggest weekend. Of the yeah, year right. for beaching because of uh, poop and poop in the water. Um, all the you know flesh eating bacteria in all the water too. That golf, the golfers yeah. hurting, mm-hmm. and the the poor dolphins in there. Yep. Uh, yeah, we keep seeing. I feel like I've seen flesh eating bacteria notices pop up in our yeah social all week. I was just in the Panhandle last week, and there was one there, and then there's also been one like 
closer by than that too. So yeah, it's and then we, I saw something where it's like 130 dolphins had grown like dead, whatever. It's just wild. Red algae, wild. All of this. And it hasn't, and it's really because of all that, uh, the effluence that's being pushed out of the uh, Mississippi, right? They had these huge storms in the Midwest, mm. which just flushed all those nutrients out into the Gulf, right? Yeah. Isn't that, it's all linked. Yeah. Plus, just, like, it's never really recouped after Deepwater Horizon, and uh, it's just gross. I don't know how you fix that. That's a great movie reference. <laughs> Awful time, but a I great movie. I can't watch it. I can't watch it. When I, <laughs> I see cried. things like that, it's like American propaganda yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you cried during oh, it? Oh. Isn't that when they're on the oil yeah, rig? Yeah, on the oil oh, rig. yeah. I cried. I have friends from back home who were on the oil rigs. I definitely cried. Oh, my it does, gosh. I'm very sentimental, and I, I get worked up, emotional, sensitive. I'm all those I'll things. stop laughing at you. I think yeah, it's Yeah. No, it's okay. I can take it. Feelings. I can take it. It's fine. Have you been to a Holy Land experience? I have not, but I've always wanted to go. Can I would go? go with you. Yeah, let's go. I want to go. They have that free day, but like I, I feel like I need to pay so I don't have to deal with those crowds. Yeah, because I think that looks crazy, the free day. My friend Wyatt uh, performs, and I've always wanted to go check him out since I saw him years ago at like the Breakthrough Theater or wherever I saw him. And so anyway, so he performs for something in the Holy Land experience. I don't know if he's Jesus. I don't know who he is, but I know I want to go see him. So, yeah. <laughs> they just launched a new like Broadway show, Broadway-level show, apparently. Mm-hmm called David, the King of Jerusalem, and it's a three-act musical uh, at the park. And I think that would be a great yeah. reason to go see it. Can we do, we can do a bungalow or pulp town and yeah. whomever, and we can all just go a little pulp fun little a day? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Pulp a higher. Yeah. yeah let's Bung go see town t- wouldn't really work, huh? <laughs> Don't threaten me keep with it, a good time. Keep, keep it moving. <laughs> we were just talking about poop alerts. <laughs> That's gross. Who's talking about that? Uh, did you hear? We haven't. I haven't touched on this yet. We're going to share it next week, I think. But uh, Orlando Sentinel has their direct result of our Ask Bungalower series. They launched an Ask Orlando column with David Whitley. Oh yeah, who gets Columnist everything Dave, wrong? David Get your facts straight, Whitley. Mm. I'm saying it, not you. <laughs> but he just did a great piece on Hiram who was the first woman to vote yep. in Florida. Have you heard any of that? So, yes and no. Because the History Center did a wonderful, in-depth uh, profile on this woman who was living her life as a, as a man, man. Yep. with a wife mm-hmm. here in Florida. She actually moved here with her wife and then actually ended up voting in yep. an election and, and making her the first woman yeah. to vote. But when they found Before out... Before they even knew. But when she died... Because it was revealed that she was, he was mm-hmm. a woman. I don't know if it's a transgender thing, right? So it's hard to find pronouns post mortem. Yeah. So I apologize if I got anything wrong. Yeah. Um, but when Hiram died, it was revealed that Hiram was still biologically a woman, and uh, so they didn't know Hiram's real name or or anything. So Hiram was buried in the Popper Cemetery. Uh, what are we? Well, we got little shots. Happy hour drink. There must, I thought there was a train going by. <laughs> They're bringing us shots during. Uh, we at the Hammer talk? Lamb. <laughs> What's this? If it's blueberry, we know where they got the idea. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Hiram. Yeah. Peace out. Sorry. Peace out. <laughs> uh, 
Hiram was buried in Orange County's uh, Popper, Potter Cemetery, yep. mm-hmm. which you don't get a headstone. Off of Michigan, right? Michigan yeah, and orange Across area. from Johnny's other side. Yep. Um, there's no marker. Yeah. Right? It's just people drive their trucks up there and have picnics because they think it's just a green field. But there's 500 and some people buried there, unmarked graves stacked on top of each other. Yeah. So that's where Hiram ended up. But the, he did a, a pretty good piece. But I think if you want to get a, a better feel for Hiram's journey, you can pick up Reflections Magazine at the Orange County Regional History Center. And they did a, a really cool piece. And I'm hoping we they just haven't put it on digital yet. Mm-hmm. We um, Those history nerds, they don't know how to put <laughs> things online. Months ago when we were exploring Soto, it, we actually wanted to explore the Pauper um, mm. Cemetery. And so we kind of touched on... Miriam in one of our or Hiram not Miriam so sorry oh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> it's a tequila talking hey. um, but anyway yeah so touched on that briefly way back when so yeah so it's it's good to see that that's more I think that's another story though that needs to be told and so whoever's telling it like tell it tell it tell it tell, tell, it, it. tell it all <laughs> yeah <laughs> I uh, I tried to get a, a count I've contacted the county because I want to get a statue or something there mm. and what is the process and yeah. they're they're into it Maybe that's, that's something we could do a, yeah. a Bungtown collab yeah. to, get, <laughs> to get something put up. Popolo. Katie, we're out of time. Oh, no. This that's is crazy. it. It was it. We didn't even get to talk about events. So if you want to find out the events to do this weekend, hop over to bungalore.com. We have our event picks on the very top. Uh, it looks like a big Breakfast of Champions graphic. <laughs> Katie, thanks so much for Thank hanging out you. with us. Thank you for uh, having me. And where can people find out more information on Pulp Town? So Pulp Town is pulp.town. So just on the web pulp.town p-u-l-p is an orange pulp.town and then on instagram and facebook and twitter we are just pulp town one word all right holler holler thank you thanks for hosting us felipe rodriguez tequila House. oh and shout out to isa our bartender and hella good waitress she's Issa, awesome killing it and super cute <laughs>